DJ Pest, Ira Denard on Facebook. The government. Here he is. Let me give him a big, big round of applause. DJ Pest. Let me turn on your mic. That might work better. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. With the official bucket. Yeah. I appreciate the bucket. My wife. I got a polo bucket. It's wild spring colors, and my wife doesn't let me wear it. But that's just the honesty. I love a good bucket. Um, I'm still looking for one that my <laughs> wife will let me wear. How are you doing today, bro? I'm doing good. I am honored. First and foremost, I'm honored that you came in. I was going to come. I, I, I had to come. I know. Well, I'm glad you came in. You yeah. know, certified savage 411 show. Everybody mm-hmm. over here is, uh, you know, uh, fighting for. We're not fighting, but everybody's over here clamoring for guests. And you're you're one of the biggest guests in the city. And I'm glad to have you on. I'm honored for you to even say that. If, if fuck that side, I got you on. So that's yeah. what we're going with. <laughs> No, it's all love. We got a lot of love, and I've said from the beginning, there's plenty of room out here for all us podcasters. I lead in the example of the great uh, Joe Rogan and Joe Budden, all the Joes, and mm-hmm. uh, and we're trying to put on a good show, and we have really great guests, and I think the media has been lacking from the Phoenix area, so all of a sudden, we have this big explosion of media. It's the cool new thing to do, but at the end of the day, I think it's a great thing, and I'm, yeah. I'm happy that everybody's involved. Yeah. And the people that aren't dedicated will fall away, so yeah. that's fine. That's yeah. good. You know, enjoy it while you're in here doing it. You have a radio station. Yeah. Uh, you Choice Radio. U Choice Radio. Mm-hmm. And that's quite an endeavor. Uh, that's quite... Um, and let me let me give you a few more flowers before we get into talking about that. When when I first got to Phoenix, you, uh, Patrice from Sincerely Soulful, mm-hmm. uh, a few others were huge inspirations. Mm-hmm. Your work ethic is uh, is incredible. People appreciate my work ethic. I, I it's people like you that I follow yeah. and I look up to as far as work ethic. Uh, I have a four-year-old son I balance. I don't know. Do you have kids? I have a 10-year-old, a 6-year-old, and a 6-month-old. So you have a lot of kids yeah. and a very young child. Yes. So I, I have no reason to be doing less than you. You have more <laughs> children than me. I have a 20, 22-year-old and a 4-year-old. So mm-hmm. um, uh, it's great, man. I really appreciate how hard you work with the video graphics, the events, the radio show with everything you had going on what prompted you to start a radio station not just a show not just dj pests you know mm-hmm. blowing his own horn but uh, an entire station with other people involved well when i was back home in michigan um i was a part of a show called the friday night cypher mm-hmm. um it's it's saying it, it sounds crazy not because it's so far removed but um in high school I was mm. there. Big Sean was there. That's, you know, the, the the song Friday Night Cypher was talking about the show that we used to do every Friday. Incredible. Okay. Yeah. So when I moved out here, um, I had opportunities to work with radio stations because I had quit the radio station I was working with back home in Michigan. Mm. And I didn't like how things were going where the DJs weren't treated a, a way they should be getting their flowers. You right. know, no pun intended. Right. No, no, no. So I wanted to start something for those DJs to have an opportunity to have an outlet because I, I, I saw the frustration in those DJs. So that's how I started the radio station. And um, the radio station is, is I wanted to be a commercial-based radio station. So it's, it's we could take money from Myers and, and Meyer, mm-hmm. uh, Walmart, thank okay. you, um, and all these other stores. But I want to do it to where the people that's in our community can you know, advertise and stuff like that as well. Um, and there's a lot of people on there from all over the country. 
Well, you you got one of my favorites, Dos Muchos, on there. Yeah, Dos Muchos is my man, yo. Yeah, like, I he, really like Dos Muchos. His vibe and the way he DJs and the way he freely, you know, just gets yeah. on and plays mixes and records at any given time of day. Yeah. Whenever, whenever he feels like it. Yeah, I like um, Dos Muchos. And I, I, I met Dos Muchos just by saying I was looking for DJs. Mm-hmm. I don't even think, I'm still trying to meet him. Oh, y'all may have not met in person I've never, yet. I've yeah. never shook Dos Muchos' hand. Yeah. Um, I know he's at the events that, you know, that y'all he, he's do. Done, he's done some uh, quite a few Respect the Underground events. Yeah, but yeah. I can never I can never right. get to where he's at and like, yo, what up? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. What is, um, what moved you to Arizona from Detroit? I wanted to go to California and I wanted to go to New York, but with, I had a two-year-old at the time. I just didn't feel like it was going to be cost- um, it's gonna be in my pockets. So two very expensive places much, to live yeah, without getting into expen- details. Yeah, it's yeah. expensive. And somebody you know gave me an idea saying, "Hey, if you stay in Phoenix, then you'll be close to you know California, well LA, and you'll be close to Vegas, you know, and drive." Mm-hmm. So I said, "Hey, I'll I'll pick here, and I'm it's a good, it's the best choice I made." Um, I love it here. Well, the cost of living is great, and we are so close to outlets like Vegas and mm-hmm. LA, and um. Mm-hmm. And so that makes it good. Yeah, um, the cost of living is really great to be on the West Coast with the weather. And, I, and you know, it's a good thing. Uh, people, are, there's a lot of opportunity here job-wise, uh, basic job-wise. Yeah. You know, I think they're paying felons $20 an hour to work in a warehouse, yeah. which I don't even think they're hiring felons in Virginia. No. So I don't. So it's, it's just a different situation. And mm-hmm. uh, aside from the weather, I think that's what makes things great is that there is opportunities. There's so much opportunity out here. And it's like, you know. It goes back to the old saying, people don't really want to do wrong Mm -hmm. as long as they have a decent choice Mm -hmm. to do right. And I think there's a lot of decent choices to do right out here. And it's, you know, to me, it seems very relaxed uh, in comparison to Richmond, Virginia. Do you feel that way? In comparison comparison to Detroit, Michigan, yes. Now, 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 if we were both from Detroit, would you say you're from Detroit or are you from a surrounding area? I know you're from real Detroit. Yeah, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Um, Big Doobie, I know, is one of your artists. Yeah. And you started working with Big Doobie. That's a real Detroit connection. Yeah, and that's that's even a funny story. I met him at a showcase. I didn't we don't know each other from back home. Right, right. You right, know, right, um right. Well D- D- Big Doobie, I interviewed him on the show and he, he sounded like his his growing up in Detroit was very localized. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um so he's yeah. De- he's Detroit official. Yeah. You know, it's just that yeah, he our, gave our the streets. Yeah. yeah. And I always ask really. because according to Rude Jude, I know sometimes Detroit people you know, much like me, I say Richmond when I'm out of, uh, but did I live in actual city limits of oh, Richmond? No, okay. I lived in the suburbs, but okay. nobody yeah. nobody knows where Henrico, Virginia yeah, is. Yeah, so yeah. I say Richmond. I think Detroit yeah. people do that, too. Yeah. And a lot of times I ask, you know, are you really from, because there is a difference to a truly difference. be from it's Detroit a big difference, yeah. or to be from the surrounding areas. Are yeah. you familiar with Dane Russell? He's another great artist that's originally from Detroit. He's R&B it guy. sounds familiar, R&B but I, I can't say I know him personally. Um. I would say what is in the water in Detroit, but that would be a terrible <laughs> use of words. That's Flint. That's not. That's I, not know, us. I know. Yeah. I know. That's bad. What? 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 Well, then, what is in the water in Detroit? Why is it so? It, it, I was talking with the guys from Rochester, New York. The last artist, Bro God, was from mm-hmm. Rochester, mm-hmm. and I believe I have a, an opinion that Rochester and Buffalo. Uh, are feeling the effects of being neglected by New York, and now they're getting their time yeah, maybe to for shine. Sure. As we all felt neglected by New York at a certain time yeah. and pace. But it seemed like when when Detroit really started to explode, it exploded. And now it just seems like it's, you know, it's so much talent. What is that because they've been neglected for a while? Why, why do you think there's so much talent that it, comes timing. from New York? 
I mean, because we've always had we had Madonna. We had Kid Rock. You didn't get credit for Madonna, though. She came up in New York. And she had to really, you had to be a fan, right, right, to know that. Right, 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 right. right, right. right. But, you know, we're going to, if you, because even Aaliyah, you know what I'm saying? Aaliyah Mm -hmm. went to Detroit. Okay. Schooling. Oh, okay. But she's not from Detroit. But right, since you went right. to that school, we I, we, we will claim you. Detroit's yeah, will claim you. Yeah, but it was just about timing. I think right <laughs> now, you know, the industry just allowed. Maybe the internet had a lot to help with it. But I remember being here and and hearing T Grizzly first day out mm-hmm. here. Yeah. But back home, that's been that's been in circulation. Right. You know? Right. I get that. Listening to Rude Jude, who's my Detroit connection yeah. and, you know, cool white guy. So I trust his word. But they, they, uh, he plays and talks about artists regularly that, that are not nationally known that are big in Detroit. We, it- yeah. Because we, we keep it. Our, Detroit has a sound and moving to the West Coast. I've understood now that Detroit and the Bay Area sound just alike. Mm. I don't know who started that first. Okay. But Detroit has enough. It has enough going for itself where it can stay there. People can get rich by just doing what they're doing in Detroit and Ohio. Right. Michigan and Ohio. Okay. That's the impression I got, which was yeah. the way on the East Coast we always thought of California artists. They can just make enough money in California. Same they don't thing. they don't yeah. have to. It's nice to be yeah. national, but you don't have to. You can make yeah. a living in California. Yeah. But I say like the internet. We didn't have the internet. You know, and I'm I'm speaking ten, fifteen years ago. We didn't have the internet. So now people are hearing this sound and now they're networking with artists from California, artists from the South, anywhere, artists from New York. So it mm-hmm. just sounds like it's expanding, but it's mm-hmm. really the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the same sound. I'm familiar with Esham and Awesome Dre just from being that's a, a, vintage. a crazy hip hop. Yeah, head. that's vintage hip hop. And because I listen a lot and, the, you know, around the when 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 uh, downloading went to the blogs and you could get whole albums mm-hmm. From any time period, I did a lot of uh, I dove in to where my money wouldn't let me afford to listen to all the hip hop before that. When it was free, I, I listened to everything, old and new. Who was who was the first Detroit artist to take it beyond them? Was it someone? I'm before? gonna say Eminem, but what? I know people gonna throw rocks at me. Right. I'm gonna say Eminem. Eminem right. really, really did a lot for his city. Because again, Dre and Esham, yeah, were Detroit. Artists, mm-hmm. they didn't really, they didn't really expand much no, outside they didn't expand of, the, of past the state the borders. Yeah, right. And and of course, you know, we all started hearing about him in the late nineties. And and just thinking back, there was another, there was there was an there was an explosion of like Midwest guys. It seemed like around that time, yeah. Midwest guys, maybe more underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the Midwest guys seemed, I think, to hit emotional levels that we hadn't heard in hip hop before. Mm-hmm. Do you do you agree and why do you why do you think Midwest guys touched on their I mean Eminem, Atmosphere, uh and not just, you know, other guys too, not just uh, those mm-hmm. are just two on the top of my head, but very emotional in their music where I don't know that we've seen that level of emotion before. Uh, I, I don't know cuz to say I know, I would have to know their upbringing. Right. Cuz right. I mean even with Kanye West being from the Midwest, you know, that's somebody that's right. wears his heart on his sleeve. Right. Very mo- very emotional. So I don't he know. took it to another level. Yeah, he took say. it to yeah. another yeah. level, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't really know why. Cuz I mean, I don't know. Do Maybe artists from just, the West Coast and the East Coast are they emotional too? I don't think so. Yeah, so I don't Not I really in the don't same know. way. You know when you think yeah. about I mean, you think about the big one, Snoop Dogg. To me, Jay Z didn't make a song cry until after 
Eminem was, was crying and exactly. screaming on the record. Yeah, exactly. So it's definitely as far as the screaming. Yeah. I don't remember anybody being. I just, know. I just, yeah, I don't know. Because I, yeah. I, I want to say struggle, but that's not fair. Maybe it was know? just a void that was in hip hop yeah. that was filled. Yeah. Um, but why, why that region took over that and they claim that and why they own that? I don't. I really right. don't know. Right. Because right. not everybody's doing it. No. You know. You yeah. Hear, sure. Like, in today's mainstream oh, industry, it's it's, it's, it's it's a big emotional party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's a, <laughs> not that many club records. It's just stuff to listen to when you're driving and you're sad so it, i don't really know who's it, responsible for that yeah but. yeah and some people would blame blame it on the drugs maybe i don't know but uh um uh, how is it how is life like for you you know nowadays and, and mind you i've never been to detroit i had family that lived in other parts of ohio which is not even anywhere close but that's my only midwest connection mm-hmm. Um, how was it for you growing up in Detroit? Um, because all we hear is bombed out buildings, horror stories, GM left, and everybody's poor. I mean, you know, for, for oh, lack of not... a better, for lack of a better description, I mean, we went through the recession. You could buy whole. They, there was word you could buy houses for twenty bucks, and shit. you know, like we yeah. we hear all these kind of. That's really all we've heard. You know, it seems like it's like the the downtrodden side of Detroit, and then. Eminem successes. What's life like in between those two extremes? What was life like for you growing up? There's a TV show coming out called BMF. Okay. You'll understand. I hope. I don't know what 50 is planning or anything like that, but you know the people that, you know, started BMF is mm-hmm. from Southwest Detroit. Okay. So I didn't grow up. Um, I don't have any stories to tell about growing up and struggling and I was I was pretty well taken care of. Okay. Well, that's uh, good to know because we don't want to think it's all struggle for everybody. Yeah, and I, and Detroit, I, yeah, and I want to say that yeah, like everybody coming from Detroit is not struggling, but to say that and then say the BMF thing is just so much opportunity that people of Detroit have. We 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 take advantage of the opportunities that's presented to us. Um, we hustle a little different. Definitely. Um, yeah, we Definitely. hustle a little different, and and you support Detroit more than most. Yeah, Detroit, it's, it's coincidentally I'm wearing this Detroit, Detroit shirt. But it's Detroit de- people seem to support Detroit people yeah. more than other. You know, New Yorkers are quick to shit on other New Yorkers. Virginia's uh, yeah. known as a state that hates itself, kind of. So uh, you know, I, I appreciate that Detroit stands with Detroit uh, always, and that you you can be you can just whisper you from, and that's why a lot of people that's not from Detroit would say they're from Detroit because that automatically gives somebody a pass because mm-hmm. it's Southfield. Southfield is. Where Big Shine is from, mm-hmm. but he's going to say Detroit. Sure. And we can get away with that because not even the Detroit Pistons played in Detroit for a, right. a very long time. They just recently moved to Detroit. Sure. It's playing Auburn Hills. You know, well, so. in, in Richmond, I, I'm wondering if Detroit is like this. In Richmond, they never expanded the city. There was a, at a point they wanted to connect the counties and the cities and make Richmond big. Yeah. Um, but that was fought for whatever reason. We won't get into the details. So mm. Richmond stayed somewhat a small city limits, mm. and the the counties around them fought to be separate from Richmond, to mm. stay separate from Richmond, mm. which um, hindered its growth. Uh, so. Because uh, Richmond could have been bigger, like, you know, uh, the counties surrounding Richmond could have been like boroughs of New York. You know, it could have been a bigger deal mm-hmm. and it could have. Um, but the, is Detroit like that? Is is the city of Detroit very small? And then there's the suburbs. No, Detroit is huge, man. Detroit's huge. Detroit's okay. a big city. Right. OK. The, I, I, I'm, it's not as big as L.A. I'll be lying like that. But you know how L.A. L.A. is spread people, out, though. Right. It is. And when yeah. you speak of California, the first thing that's going to come out of people's mouth is L.A. Mm-hmm. That's what it is for Michigan. Mm-hmm. You, you really gonna, you're not going to really hear people say too many other cities except for D- Detroit, Detroit is that landmark city for that state. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, it's just a lot of people attach themselves to it. Cause you know, we got the upper peninsula and the lower peninsula. Okay. Somebody can be from the upper peninsula that has never seen Detroit, but when they go traveling, people ask where you're from. They're going to say Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. yeah they're just going to say that. What was your inspiration to start DJing way back when uh, in Detroit? Shoot. Wax Tax and Dre is a DJ that was on uh the traffic jam so every friday i mean mm-hmm. uh, monday through friday he'll we be had on similar the, shows like yeah that in town. and clue um dj clue okay i got my inspirations from new york okay a lot of my inspirations my, my favorite artist from new york my you know my first album is from new york biggie so i'm new york but detroit is you know that's just where i'm from clue clue was huge in richmond uh he was yeah. uh, he was and his his he was big because he had the exclusives yeah not so much on the DJ skill. He got criticized for his DJ yeah, I, skill. I, believe it or not, I've never heard Clue DJ, but I damn sure had the professional album when right, it came out in 98. Right. You know, so I know. I was fortunate enough to hear one of his early mixtapes, and there was a time when he attempted to scra- uh, you know, scratch and mix, and, and he went to just playing exclusives. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> but you got to, you know, he was in the, he was in. He was in a city where, you know, DJ Scratch, you know, he was in a city where yeah, you hard to keep up with skills, so he found yeah, his own yeah, lane. He found and his that's niche. what I'm he saying. He definitely found his niche. He yeah. made a lot of money in Richmond. People mm-hmm. love to go to a Clue. You mm-hmm. know, Clue would come to Richmond regularly yeah. and make make big money. Um, did you, how, how old were you when you started? Uh, this is a struggle for DJs of our age. How did you get your first 1200s? Did you did you ever get twelve hundreds? Yeah, okay. I had twelve hundreds. My granddad bought them for me at I was fourteen. Your grand oh well, I love your granddad. Hey, yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah, said yeah. I had one of them, and because that's a big ticket for a fourteen year old. It's a big ticket, he especially if they were new. Twelve hundreds with a Pioneer mixer. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a great big ticket then. Mm-hmm. If he bought the whole package, um, yeah. I appreciate that. Shout out to your granddad. Yeah, for know. sure. Like I, I, I would never forget that. And did he? Did Did God bless him? I hope he's still alive. No, he I passed mean, away. When did I he was get to see you begin making money and become uh, fluent I, I, at, D- at DJing? I, I DJ my eighth grade graduation. I DJ my high school prom. That's a big um, deal. So he saw me moving. He saw me moving, but he didn't see me, you know, like make money off of right. it. Well, at least he saw you going in the right direction. Yeah. You know? he, 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 he saw it's, the seeds he planted grow. Right. I'll say that. Right, right. Yeah. It's not like you just had him in the corner. You were, you were, no, I was you on were, you, were, you were No, on yeah, I was on I remember I had a, a, a DMX album. And I, you know, you had doubles uh-huh. the records. Yeah, yeah, I was in the basement every day after school, just spinning those until it grew. Sure. And then I got a part of the record pool when I started working for the radio station, so that helped. But yeah, I, I'm record. I just don't like carrying them now. You know, like where can you put the where can you put your turntables? You know, so I just right. don't carry them. I got them. Yeah, I don't. I, I still bring my turntables out to shows yeah. and use phase and everything. I yeah. would never carry records again unless I have. No, no, that's had over to. with. How many times? Yeah. How late did we get home carrying records? Uh, you know, that, such a pain. And you know. um yeah, I don't know. I don't reminisce. Everywhere I DJ that had <laughs> steps. Every, everywhere, whether I was going downstairs yeah. or upstairs, yeah. Yeah. everywhere I DJ that has steps. You yeah. never just walk straight in nope. with five crates, nope. of big crates of records. Yeah. Um, so you got you started DJing on the radio early in yeah, Detroit, I was six, it sounds like? I was 16 years old on commercial radio. Wow, that's incredible. How did that happen? Tell us that story. Well, I was I was a big DJ where I'm from. Okay. So where I was from, the person that inspired me to DJ Rex, Hex, and Dre is where I'm from, too. So it was just like this kid, DJ Pest. You became kind of the protege, and, you, and, yeah, and they introduced yeah, you yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and that's I, awesome. I, I, did, you know, I did that. I had a free ride in college, and I actually dropped out of college, I think, three weeks in because the radio station took me from an intern and actually hired me in. So you dropped out of college to take a job in radio. <sighs> yeah. How was that discussion with the folks? I hit it from my my mom knows now, thirty five years old. 
But yeah, I had hit it from my How mom. How long did you, could you hide that you're not going to college anymore? Well, so I went to school <laughs> and I had TV production in, in high school. Uh huh. So when I went to college, I immediately went back to my high school and was like, yo, I need credits. Let me be a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention that. Well, I can say it now, but yeah, I finessed the high school and hiring me into being a substitute teacher. So I still became a substitute teacher. I had dropped out of college. And then I, as it, as time went along, I started letting the truth unveil itself. Sure. So yeah, that's how it happened. I don't think, I never, I never called. My mom was like, hey, mom, I'm, I'm not in school. I she never just did figured that. it out. At she some figured point. it out, yeah. But you had several jobs by the time she figured it out. So yeah, it yeah. Hurt not, so yeah bad. Not, right. And I had a job in what I was going for. Right, right. So right, it, right, it, right. it canceled one out. You right. know? Well, so that's I got cool. Away, I got that's away with cool. murder. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, you did. You got away with something. There was a few, <laughs> yeah. there was a few finesse points in that last yeah. paragraph. I feel horrible. Like, I feel horrible in my 20s. Like, I was never able, you know, even now, I'm like, dang, I should go back to school and get the certificate right. that I went for originally, but I right. just don't have time to do it. How long did you work as a substitute teacher with no? I would say two years. Credentials at all? They didn't care. I, I, well, I wasn't. Do you, I thought I you had to have some kind of degree. I to wasn't teach. grading. You do, and okay. I wasn't grading. I was just sitting. I was interning, so okay. it was just like all I was right. sitting in. Okay, I see what you're saying. Helping with the hallway monitoring okay. and stuff got like that. You, no, I wasn't you, giving you. out exams and right, passing right, people. Right, no, right. no, I wasn't doing that. No. I bet there are substitute teachers working right now that don't have that have fudged their credentials. Yeah, and I don't um, want. Yeah, and I don't want right. to. I don't want for the people that's busting their butt. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah, you could just finesse them, and yeah. So that's especially why I, in Phoenix. I think you could just have a nice smile and become a teacher. All you out have here. to do yeah, is make sure you not. They're looking for teachers. I don't even know what you got to do out here. It's easy to get a job in Phoenix. Right. And it is. It is easy very to get easy. a job in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, what? What? Being being introduced to commercial radio, I always had an aversion to commercial radio because commercial radio in my city was always very controlled. It didn't sound like there was any freedom at all. But you went straight into commercial radio, and it sounds like a good situation. What kept you from getting involved in commercial radio when you moved here? Because I didn't like commercial radio when I was there. Oh, you never liked yeah, it. Yeah, when, right. when, you, when you DJ on air, I, don't, I know about Detroit. Well, I know about commercial radio. When you DJ on air as an on-air talent, you have your records you got to play. You have to play those records. Yeah. That's why when people say things about Phoenix radio is so bad, it's like, fam, all of it is kind of They don't tainted. have a ch- Right, right. Yeah, right. They, don't, they don't have a choice. We have meetings on Mondays. These are the 20 records we're going to play every time we're on air, and that's that. It's good that we have these outlets now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because they can expand that, but commercial radio is commercial radio, and it's going to be that until it dies. Right. I so agree. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like it one bit. I think it may be a little more out of step here than in other cities, but it's still. You talking about and keeping up with, um, well, like what's going on in the community? Well, yeah. There's been some complaints. Uh, Mike Terrell led a charge that at one point they didn't have anybody. Uh, African American and or black working during the day. There was some points brought up about that, and they were kind of pressured to hire someone. Uh, people yeah. didn't like Jules. If you're yeah. familiar with Jules, I, I, know, I know about that whole. There was a yeah. huge problem with Jules in the local community, and the way they kind of talked about independent. I don't like to call it local, but the way they talked mm-hmm. about independent artists, it seemed like they were somewhat out of touch with the community. Yeah, and um, but I think they all are. I, I I agree with you. I just think in other states, maybe they fake it a little better. Or maybe they present it a little better. They do more for the community. Yeah. Phoenix is a state. Phoenix is a city because I don't know about how it is in Tucson, but Phoenix is a city where they are so open with not giving a damn. Like other radio stations do. I agree. Right. Other right. radio stations that, do. That's a good way to put things. it. They're open with not. They, giving They're a open, damn. And, right. and you just have the choice because that—that's what I'm trying to say. I moved here, and you already know I had my press kit and everything. 
yeah. to these radio I'm stations. Sure. Yeah. All three of the ones that you know, commercial radio stations. Right. And they all gave me the runaround. And, you know, I'm not I'm not prejudiced or anything like that, but I do find it strange that they don't have black people talking about hip hop. You know? Yeah. Um but on that's, some on some level, I mean and and you know, hip hop is a big game. And I wouldn't even say it's necessarily necessary to have some black talking about hip hop, but when you your station is what you call urban yeah. or, or, or playing predominantly, if not you know, most of it is all yeah. black music. But when you're focusing on black music, maybe you need a, maybe you need a black representation. Maybe they don't feel like they have to sell to black communities because the black community is a bit smaller here, definitely mm-hmm. than in Detroit and Richmond. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe there hadn't been enough pressure put on them to yeah. follow up in the community. Um, or, they, or they just feel like they don't have to. My uh, only, my, you're, you're right. They can do whatever they want to. At the end of the day. But stop playing our music if you don't need it as a selling point. I think, um, well, I enjoy it because I think that them being out of touch leads more advance and more credence to people like me and you. For sure. And that that's, why I don't a, compl- that's why I personally don't complain. Right. Yeah, right. I agree with that 100%. Right. right. And, uh, yeah, I just can't see um, it's just such a big mechanism to be involved. I've heard people throw numbers like, you know, 100,000 to get started, 200,000 to make a song work and just big numbers of money that has to go into the machine to to, and e- Phoenix or, and, to even play the game general. with the machine as far as commercial in, radio or, or in general. It's anywhere. Been, it's yeah. been like that. I've seen yeah. people I've seen people get let go of because of payola. Mm-hmm. It's that's that's it's such a broken system and mm-hmm. it's so unfortunate. Um, and I wish these commercial radio stations out here in Phoenix would do more than just a Sunday show at seven with playing people that they don't even that's minute. Like that's not even a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they already know who they're going to play. They're already plugging who they work with outside of the radio station. Like there's so much room to fix that and no one wants to fix it. So it's good that me, you and you know, everybody right. else involved in the internet. Sure. LMG, shout to LMG, yeah, LMG shout LMG, to U Choice, respect yeah, U Choice, uh, support district radio, like support anybody, district radio, anybody, all that's, those people, good yeah, friends anybody that's yeah. doing what they can to make sure artists get heard. I'm with it. You yeah. know, especially since Phoenix is not, I don't think it's too many artists that's from Phoenix out here in Phoenix right now. You know, right. we, we are right. we no, hold a it, large it's definitely pool. definitely a hodgepodge, a collection mm-hmm. of the country. I, I tell people all the time I've met more different kinds of Americans in just the three years I've been here than I did my it, whole life yeah. on the East Coast. I agree. Because people move west. They don't move east, mm-hmm. it seems like. The East Coasters move up and down mm-hmm. the coast or either move west, but mm-hmm. uh, most people from the Midwest or west do not move east uh, mm-hmm. for whatever the weather, mainly, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, where do you get your work ethic from? You have a, an extreme work ethic. Now, I know where I get mine from. I'm curious, where do you get yours from? You work so hard. You complain a little about it, but that's okay because you work so hard. I I think I uh, and complaining, like explaining my reason for complaining, it'll help me explain where I get my work ethic from. Okay, go ahead. I think I complain because I have the same twenty four hours as the next person. That's right. So I really don't. I really don't do too well with excuses of any any sort. Mm -hmm. And my work ethic comes from not wanting. I want to say maybe to prove people, prove to people that things can be done. So when I do a music video, that's why I try to get the music video done in a day. I think that's just my own personal accomplishment that I have to fulfill. Even when I do events, I get so frustrated when I'm having an event. I can't say because I'm going to call somebody out. But I, I'll have Feel an free, ev- please. It'll help the I'll, show. I'll, yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I got trying, those I'm trying to up. watch that. Okay. But we'll All have right. an event and... 
I don't get the recap video for two weeks. Mm. And I tell myself and I tell the people that we involve ourselves with in that nature that, yo, I want this stuff to be like ESPN. Could you imagine a basketball game happening? Nobody cares. Yeah, could you imagine a basketball game happening yesterday and two weeks later they dropped the the highlights? No, we need those tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So that's what I got to get up and get this done because I have to do this, I have to do that. And and in doing that, there are are other people seeing that, the ones that will pay me, Mm -hmm. and that's how the business is expanded. I see. They They see your quality and your output. And, and they want and they yeah. want that. Yeah. So is that I, why you is that why you wound up doing most of these things yourself? I started doing <laughs> photography because I got frustrated with photographer when I was managing an artist back home. Mm-hmm. I started doing videos for the same reason. Sounds I started right. doing graphic design for the same reason. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is DJ. And now you make money at all of those though. Yeah. Now I I found a way to turn those all into different business things. You know, mm-hmm. business opportunities and ventures and stuff like that. I'm even working on a business right now that I'm getting ready. Two weeks is. A whole other thing. Awesome, know? incredible, yeah. and I, I'm inspired by your drive and your work ethic. You, uh, and you, I could be wrong, but this is your nine to five. This is your this is your career. Yeah, this is I, your- when I moved out here, the the story would never change. When I moved out here, I didn't have nothing, nothing. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have anything. So I had to go get a job asap. Um, I worked. Uh, I was doing wiring for Cox and 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 CenturyLink. Mm-hmm. And one day, my ball, I was late. Pardon, pardon me. Fuck Cox, by the way. But go ahead. For sure. <laughs> uh, That's my mama. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was I was late for work, and I remember my boss asked me. He was like, "What's more important, the music or the you know or this?" Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, all right, I'll hang at you." Yeah, don't don't. You put it on the table. And I, yeah, I understand you put, you put it on the yeah, table, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. but when I did quit, he 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 did wish me the best of luck. And that person, you know, runs a million dollar co- company because he has contracts with all those buildings that's over there being built over there in downtown. Yeah, I was in when it was just wood, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he got money. Okay, but to see that he still checks up on me and makes sure right. that I'm still doing what I said I was going to do, that mm-hmm. makes me feel good. But yeah, I, I've been I've been just doing this since 2016. That's incredible. Yeah. That's a huge achievement that a lot of artists um want to get to but a lot don't yeah you know? and that's i made a status last night and i sat down i don't know if you've seen it but i sat down and was like damn if i post this i'm going to cause so much of a uproar but that's where my frustration comes i don't really think people can call themselves an artist you can say you're an artist but you can't Say you get money if you go to work. Mm, you can't yeah. tell me you get money in doing this and you still have to go to work. Right. You know, mm-hmm. same thing with anything. DJs sure. ain't that. You can't tell me you're the top DJ at the city, but you can't talk to me until you get off work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's nothing wrong with that. We all had to, you know, get to that point. It's levels to everything. But sure. watch how you, you know, you out, you, you speaking and stuff like that right. because you putting right. out this weird wrong message. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. That right. the people that know because they already accomplished what you're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. they're low key laughing at you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's that's another story. Yeah. Is there, who have you have you come across any? You're, you seem to be such a nice gentleman. This is our first time we've met, but this is our first time chopping it up. Mm-hmm. But everything you relay on uh, social media is the internet is straight up and down. Good business, good guy. Um, have you had any problems? Oh, you about to get to the smoke since okay. you got to AZ. I, I, my biggest, pro- I'm a nice guy. People seem to agree. My biggest problems have been staying out of other people's problems, <laughs> um, and trying to trying to negotiate and be cool with everybody has been a little problematic. What trouble have you had with the AZ music scene since you become so active in it? Just any any problem? De- for one, dealing with so many people's ego. 
is already yeah. something that's going to make you have to take something to go to sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a good way to put it. I take something every night. To go yeah, sleep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's his stressors. But um, in in my view, I fall out with people that I don't want to say yes to no more. Yeah. You know, yeah. you say yes, it's all good. You say no, now people got a problem with you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the beef that I have out, I wouldn't say beef, but a lot of, you know, if I have a problem with somebody, it's because I didn't say yeah to something that they was asking me for that they wanted for free. Right, right, right. Yeah, even with, even with management, I mean, it goes up to management, it goes down to my weekly showcase. You know, it's just always the same thing. Like, right, you know, right. Somebody I, trying to get something Somebody for trying to get something trying to get for more. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and, 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 and that you be my You have to say fault. no, then they have a problem. I'm learning, man. I'm in yeah. therapy to learn how to say no. Like, right. That's Word. that's how that's how crazy. It's, that's very big went. of you. It's very big of you. Th- oh yeah, yeah, I'm open. Yeah. To like, be in therapy to learn to say no. You yeah. know, some people just you know. Yeah, if <laughs> so. I don't if I don't answer your phone call and your message on Tuesdays because I am in therapy. Mm-hmm. Like I need that. I need that for myself. I got you. I yeah. feel that. Yeah, I could use. After a few years in this hip hop game, everybody probably needs uh, some therapy. Yeah. Uh, do you miss as we all do? Do you miss playing live events? You've been doing some live events. Yeah, I never stopped. So yeah, I don't. You never stopped. You never were forced to stop. We are we are on the cusp of the anniversary. I think if not tomorrow, maybe the seventeenth is when Arizona we had to be done by something like twelve that. o'clock. Yeah. Um. So March, April, by May, we was already planning sipping bowl. Yeah. Then sipping bowl happened in June, and I've been doing everything. Even I'm, the New Year's Eve party we threw had seven hundred people in it. So I never, I haven't stopped. You had a seven hundred people New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. Can we say that on air? Can we say that? Are we saying it's that all on? good because because the way I went about it, the way we went about it, it's nothing that can stop it. Okay. See, they because there's been some trouble in the city with certain places getting exactly, shut but down. you can't shut down an athletic venue. Oh, so sipping bowl. That's okay. athletic. Okay. Skating is athletic. Oh, you found it. You don't have to give the matrix. You, you found it. When we open not, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It don't matter all, anymore. I, yeah, if we yeah. haven't faced another pandemic, God bless us. But, you yeah. know, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. all said and done. But that's how we was able to weed through, you know, doing these things. So they couldn't shut down. I, I, it blows my mind. I didn't hear about that. We almost, uh, over here at Respect Underground, we almost went the protest church angle. <laughs> we were gonna, we were gonna yeah. get somebody in the office here yeah. ordained and yeah. we were gonna start holding service once a week. Uh, I, what, I respect anybody who was afraid i respect anybody there's yeah, i'm not trying to be this i've lost people yeah. from COVID. sure i've had COVID have. and yeah. thought i was dying in june wow you That's know tough, so man. it's it's a lot it's a lot of i have to walk on thin ice when i say what i have to say but with you knowing i just said it this was my nine to five right so i had to find a way you to, had to find a way to keep things yeah, i moving. had to find a way i didn't understood. know what i was going to do if i understood. didn't find a way understood yeah. understood well i'm glad we made it through that now and things mm-hmm. It looks like we're going with herd immunity to me, uh, or the vaccine, however you look at it. Um, yeah, everybody has these. It's it's so many different opinions. Um, yeah, it's a lot. I stay yeah. out of it for the most I part. I try. Yeah, I I I learned. Do you feel the need to get the vaccine since you've had the virus? For sure, you know you've no, had it. I remember when I had it. I didn't do anything for the you know the the fourteen day period I was supposed to. After that, I was scared. But now I just I don't even I don't think I can get it again. Right. I've been around. If you want to do the math of just the occupancy of people I've been around since mm-hmm. June, I've been around over 9,000 people. Wow. And I haven't got COVID yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know, like, I, I don't want to. But I don't want to say, hey, my method works for you or, right. you know, you go out and try. Well, you don't. It's the kind of thing to me. It's right. like a motorcycle or a ladder. You don't want to mock it. 
because yeah. then, then it'll smack you yeah, around. It'll disrespect I you. have never mocked it. I have never mm-hmm. laughed or joked about it. I know it's very serious. Fortunately, my family has been blessed. We yeah. and My East Coast family, it ran through them. But uh, out here on the West Coast, we have not had it. My son has consistently gone to playgrounds mm-hmm. almost every day. Mm-hmm. And he sleeps with us every night. Mm-hmm. And you know kids, they touch and, everything. And it wants to carry it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we've been blessed, lucky, fortunate, mm-hmm. however you want to say, that we have not caught it. And fortunately, hopefully, we're moving out of it so we can get back to having live events. Yeah. Uh, the rest of us can get back to having live events. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, we, y'all, I, I've, seen you, I've, seen you, I've seen you DJing. We've done things. Yeah. We've had virtual events. And, yeah. and I've been to some recordings. But, you know, everybody... That first month or so, we uh, it was scary. Bro. We were all shocked as shit and doing strange things, trying to figure this thing out, how to keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, I did. A, I tried to do an online concert, and before we even figured that, out the that technology, was a struggle in itself. It was all. All of it was a struggle, and yeah. we were all felt very trapped. I mean, it it, it lightened up quickly in Arizona. Yeah. I don't. I haven't felt the way I felt that first month in a long time i don't you know but i do remember thinking that like wow like how are we gonna figure this out and uh yeah but people that are on top of their grind people that are moving and obviously people that have the detroit hustle find a way <laughs> to keep it moving um well what you have all these events you have all these are you looking once things open back up fully as they are now um I imagine there's only more for you to do. Are you looking towards being in a position to hire people? Is this going to remain a one-man operation? Do you just subcontract out help when you need it? What goes on in the in the DJ Pest Empire? What's what's on the near what's on the near future? That, that's the you? hardest question you've asked me. Okay. Um, yes, I want to expand. Yes, I I, I want to hire a staff of people, but I think. I have to I have to surround myself with a different crowd. I think I I think I attract a crowd that is that's not healthy. You mm-hmm. know, like not really good for me to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I, I wait a minute, I, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me catch that. You said you attract as far as people you would hire a bank of people you would hire from. You I would hi, yeah I would I would you're hire people that I'm bank, around. Right. So I like looking out for the people that I'm surrounded by. Sure. But that's not always good for business. Not always the best people to hire. Yeah, it's not right? the best people. Yeah. It's, it's it's good to be friends with, but it's not good to you know. I agree. Work with. Sure. And I've been doing this since I was fourteen years old. Um, I mean, I had a DBA, I think, when I was seventeen. Wow. So I've been doing business for a very long time, mm-hmm. and I just didn't learn until maybe last year that it ain't all it ain't all good to have people around you yeah. and that. I'm I'm really a loner, you know, at, right. at this point. Right. And I and I don't like when somebody that's around me that wants to work with me or for me can't work as fast or as much as me. It like does that, get frustrating. That, that'll, yeah, that'll yeah. kill me today. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I want to. And what I'm about to start, I need to. Right. I, I, there's no way I can. There's I'm, always new plans in the works, it sounds like. You yeah. you decided to manage artists at a certain point. What what? I've been managing artists since I was 18. Oh, so you've been managing artists the whole time as yeah. well. What 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 made me manage the artists out here is, a, you know, because when I moved out here, I said I wasn't going to do You didn't have anything. And, okay. Yeah. You, you said you moved out here. It was kind of like a fresh start. You didn't have mm-hmm. anything to start with. Mm-hmm. What what made you want to manage artists in the Valley? Seeing, so, seeing fr- the lack of proper management, maybe? Not the lack of proper management, but just the 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 lack of them not being aware of what they can achieve and what they can receive from the achievement. Like that was frustrating me a lot. I saw a lot of artists just moving out here and they not they don't have any goal. 
At one time, you had it seemed like you had an all uh, female roster, and that was something you know to talk about that. Yeah, because I I, I got really frustrated with the fee, like how the females are being treated. Mm, okay, you so know, that was that was on purpose. That was uh, yeah, because I said I'll never manage another man again. Okay. Yeah, I I had that conversation with my people, and it was like, yeah, never another man. You're, ti- never. you're tired of the men. What's what what goes wrong with managing them? Well, to me, managing anybody is too much ordeal for me personally. You have to. A lot of times, put them in front of your life and work hard for other people. Even Women or men? Both. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, just as a manager. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's a lot of work. And the minute sometimes they get uh, successful, they, they want to act like they did it all on their own yeah, they forget and about let you go. Yeah. So uh, the decision to manage anybody is tough for me. What made you say, I will not manage another man? We, I, I, Two street people with different views. Mm-hmm. It just it just was just it don't work bull, out. The I don't yeah. enough, like yeah. how I would approach a man when the things ain't going my way that I, I'm not related to or something like that mm-hmm. is a different approach than how I'm approaching a woman. Mm. Oh sure, I would approach a woman with a whole bunch of you sure. know, I'm not doing nothing crazy. You know what I'm saying? But it's like I would approach a woman just so much easier than I can approach a man. I imagine your your wife has to be relatively understanding when you're when we, you, when you set off to manage three or four yeah, women. When, when I manage the because women. management is an inti- intimate maybe is not the best word but it's a close relationship. It's a relationship. close relationship. It's a, close it's a very relationship. close relationship. Yeah. My wife would not I take that well. Just personally. I, yeah, I know I, that, yeah. A lot of people put me to the side and, uh, a lot and say Yo, how, how are you doing this or right. you know whatever. But yeah my wife knows the people I manage. The women I manage. Right. Um, but I end up, you know, time. I end up learning that women are women are harder to manage than men. Uh, like, yeah. That was I didn't know that as a man. I would have guessed that. But, you know, I, well, I, know. I wasn't really working that, with women. That may be my gender bias. Maybe. But I'm, I'm with you, though. Like right. now you are you, gender you biased. Agree, and I'm on your you side. Agree, I was yeah. like, yeah, women are very hard to manage. It's right. so much that comes with managing a woman versus a man. Mm-hmm. Even even video shoot. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just so much more goes into a female uh, yeah, artist. Uh, yeah, I've always I, heard yeah, that, you know, yeah. the, the hairstyling. Yeah, and the, I didn't. Yeah, know. I didn't know that before. I was like, you know, because even with even with Just the Empress as an example. Yeah, I met Just the Empress. She had three songs, mm-hmm. like just three, and I think she recorded them on her phone. If I'm if I'm right, right, right. Well, she's come a long way since. She, and I'm like, yeah, yo, yeah. you you can't be just doing this. Can't be it. There's more. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So right. I, I talked her into releasing her first EP. And we we worked and we worked and we worked and you know she's in Atlanta now. But in the in the midst of that, I kind of got lost because people wanted what Just was getting. Right. So now, can you manage me? Can you manage me? Sure. Can you do what you're doing for Just? I didn't understand that at the moment. So I'm just adding to the I'm adding to the team. You you get an agreement. You get an agreement. Right. And it it wasn't like I, I if I wasn't moving as fast for them as I was for just people was having a problem with that sure so that's when I started noticing like oh then I stopped and then Screws Boy you know Screws Boy walked up to me at an event and he had just lost his mother mm, and he, he really he, he needed somebody just to make sure they was gonna stay on you know like like stay on them and make sure that they you know moving mm. um, so then it became him and then I kind of started it back up I still have good relationships. I'm not bad blood really with anybody, but yeah, I started it back up as saying like it's a music group. This is who I'm managing, mm-hmm. and now you see like a kind of a new, different roster. Okay. Um. So it's you know it's him. I work with. I don't manage Big Doobie. Me and Big Doobie just really have one of the best working relationships that I've probably ever will have. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like we mm-hmm. both 
we both, without saying, want the same thing. Mm -hmm. So he called me. I'm there and vice versa you know so that's what that is and i got another artist that i'm working close with named son um so yeah i'm familiar with son you working with son yeah yeah okay. um i i just started managing maybe a month and a half ago okay. two months ago so you've turned the turned the tide on this working with dudes thing oh yeah 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 now i'm just working with i it's still hungry i still want to work with who's hungry mm. you know but yeah now it's just kind of like if you hungry i want to work with you mm. and i don't want it to stop i, I don't have a cat Right. Um, I want to really start like a, a management group. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm really working on right now. Well, as you get them, you know, I, is, is it kind of like as you get the plates spinning, it's easier to spin the plates? I mean, if you got a certain amount spinning as artists, once you start doing for one artist, it's maybe easier to, it's, to it's, it's correlate easier. and do for the others I, as well. I, I think I just wasn't as fortunate. Well, nobody was fortunate. Last year just kind of put a bad taste on this whole thing. Mm hmm. So I had some people that signed during the pandemic and when they couldn't do things during the pandemic, it right. more so felt like it was my fault. Sure. You well, know, the manager always catches the blame. Yeah. Yeah. So now that the pandemic is somewhat coming to a close and things are starting to open back up, I am able to provide everybody with the same things. Like right? mm -hmm. I do this show here. You there. I do this show there. You there. So with me doing these comedy shows, I found a way to get them to slide these artists in, too. So I'm doing comedy shows at Tempe Improv, Stand Up Live, but you got to bring an artist. Mm -hmm. I got to let them do two songs. Mm -hmm. It was one. Right. Now it's two artists. Okay. Now it's like we're going to do half comedians, half artists. Mm -hmm. Now we out in Las Vegas in next month. Mm -hmm. You know, it's things that we planted in Texas. So it, it all worked, you know, for the better. Yeah. But it, it, it was a process. It, it Things had to have happened to make me be able to do the things I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. And that's dealing with the women or dealing with, you know, a particular person or something like that. I don't think if I... If I did this stuff maybe a year ago, it would all be all over the place. It wouldn't even worked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's working out good mm -hmm. now because of decisions and what I tried already. Yeah, if well, that good. makes sense. No, you, it's yeah. a learning process. It yeah. sounds like you're. Uh, it's a huge endeavor to take on. So I respect you for taking it on. But mm -hmm. it seems like you're moving and moving correctly. And I know the artists love it because certain artists need management. Yeah, more than others. Some some definitely need management. And uh, yeah, it's 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 funny because it's it's like even the showcase thing is kind of throwing me for a loop right now you know i don't really personally I've, I've sat with a lot of promoters i don't like how all of a sudden the club promoters you know the ones that weren't even didn't give a damn about uh, artists out here are all of a sudden doing showcases because right. it's money to be made and, and, yeah, and maybe the know, club business is hurting yeah we 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 know what it is yeah but for us to know what it is, that's why it's so hurtful to see it like happening, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now a lot of artists in the community, they're 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 going to you know all these different outlets, and it's just like families outlets aren't for you, you know what I'm saying? Like you're getting used, and I need you to understand that you're getting used. Rather you using them and you know in return, I, I wish you would make that more open. But it's just like it's, it's too much hopping. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much going on right now, you know. So I don't know how to really. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a part of the shakeup. Um, did you, did you ever, when you were having these events, um, did it ever concern you that someone might get sick? Oh, for sure. Did for you, sure. did you sleep with that? Was that hard to deal with? Just uh, in the back of your mind? Oh, therapy. Therapy. Like therapy. that's what I talked about. Does your therapist therapy. tell you that these people made their own decision to come to your event and you're really not responsible? I'm not gonna put her on the line. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Huh? My sister's a therapist. I know that. I know a little of the game. Shout yeah. out to her. Um, well, man, it's been great talking to you. I've got. Uh, 
I've got a couple of uh, at least one more other artist I've got to talk to before mm-hmm. I get out of here and go to Tucson. Yeah, I tonight. saw that. Yeah, I've got an event in Tucson with eight six seven. So it'll be my first time doing a gig in Tucson tonight. Um, what what do you think? Uh, what do you think the Valley, the Phoenix music scene is missing? And I, I want to really miss- soak up what you're saying because you know you've had experience in other cities. You've worked in commercial radio for a long time. You've managed mm-hmm. artists. What what is what is the Phoenix music scene missing? It is missing camaraderie. Okay. It's it's really hard to support a city you're not from. I mean, we can throw on the Phoenix Suns hat, we can do all this stuff and act like we supporting it, but just imagine me saying that we about to go show me and you, well, we're different. Let's just say we talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Let's go show love to somebody that's from Levine and forget about the people that's from where you from around from. Right. Now you add a hundred people that's not from here into that same conversation. Mm-hmm. Everybody's for themselves. Mm-hmm. Somebody, whether it be you, me, John, Blaze, some DJ is going to have to get everybody's attention to say, "Look, this is who we're all supporting." And when we get this person out, everybody else is next. Right. We got to get that first person out yet. And that's no disrespect to anybody that's in this industry that's from Phoenix. That's Got a million views on the video because I know there are people that have made it out of Phoenix, yeah. you know, per se. But sure. to take care of the, the community as a whole, we have to do something. We we have to link up and do something more that can get us out. We'll get the artists out faster, mm-hmm. you know, record pool, DJ groups, something. Um, and, and then just go. We got to we got to believe in somebody and just like shoot them to the moon. Why do you. uh Shout to Yogue and the factory. They're yep. getting ready to drop uh, yep. Charlie Goo. Mm-hmm. And they signed uh, with Sony Orchard. Yep. And, um, you know, uh, as big a deal as I think it is, it's really not getting that much reaction in the city. Do you think we're still because in a situation? Because there's too many people for us not from here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Much respect to Yogue. Charlie's a Detroit native. Ev- everybody. Yeah. Uh, to Charlie, too. Mm-hmm. But it's just so hard. You got to think so many people moved here to make it. So when we hear that we moved to the making and somebody's making it before us, not Detroit. This ain't got nothing. To, just right, right, about right, somebody just everybody in general. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Somebody gonna feel a way about that. Sure. You, you can you can act like you know what sure. I'm saying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. But it's like in the deep, when you go to when you in your bed, you tight about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it should have been me or something. That like, competitive spirit. The it's ego, a competitive the, spirit. The, the yeah. Insecurity, the hatred, yeah. all that creeps in. Like sure. even the battles, like the battle. It's a battle going on right now that I don't want to plug. But it's like even that's <laughs> going. To, that's you going don't want to you don't want to plug the. It's battles. going the wrong way. Like that's not that's right. not progressive. That's right. setting. Right. Us back, you know what I'm saying? Like right. the way it's the way that's getting attention is just not the that's to me that's just not how you gonna do it, you know? Like that's it, not gonna really work. Is that one of the problems in Phoenix that the the fuckery gets more attention than the, the fu- than the real moves? Yeah, bro. Yeah, like I saw. Um, I'm frustrated about bank mills. Like he put that video about that fight outside of that club. There's been a backlash. A lot of people enjoyed seeing Arizona in the national scene, and there's been a backlash where a lot of people don't think it's yeah. a good look and don't and want him to take it down. Even though I've heard, I want to. I, I will personally want him to take it down. You know what I'm saying? Not not because it was the wrong thing to do, but it's like, fam, you giving them too much. They're gonna do that for your video, but they're gonna do that for that, but they won't do that for your video. Right. You drop a music. You could have dropped the music video right on top of that on your Facebook feed. Yeah. And if it would have got the same numbers as that fight video, I would have been very happy about that. But it won't, and it don't. Right. So like, that's true. push push the stuff that's gonna make us make money. Like that ain't gonna you know. 
and that's not to say just his you know situation specifically is what I'm talking about. It's just yes, yeah, like we promote bullshit out here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And we don't really promote the things that can really help us in a way that. Do you have you know, any? Do you have any understanding of 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 why other than just basic human nature that that. Um, you know, like you could point to Yo, you could point to the rise of of Coe Yante's last couple singles, which I think are incredible mm-hmm. and nationwide ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you could talk about, um, you know, you could you could talk about a lot of the artists from out here and certain moves they're making. But what we know for sure is that um, you know Zeus threw up at a battle, or there was a big fight out in Scottsdale, or. Mm-hmm. The fuckery that goes on with the latest of the battles. Um, and I, hey, personally, I've been in one of those. I've been in a couple of those fuckery mm-hmm. battles. Mm-hmm. And they're fun and they're entertaining. And mm-hmm. people love. I mean, TMZ is more popular than the nightly news. Mm-hmm. Is that just. That's why I think. Is it just human nature that we're fighting? Or is it something specific about Phoenix? Because. I think it's Phoenix because we do. I, I don't know because I don't stay in Atlanta, Georgia. Where I come from in Richmond, there was nowhere near as much internet fuckery. And I don't know if it was because it was a and smaller that's, and that's city. What I was about to say. And people didn't fuck with each other the same way because it was. You know, it was very easy to ride 30 minutes away but and where show you, up. That, but you but know, where you're from, how many people are not from there? Oh, it's it's very, you grew up there. It's, right. it's not the where same I'm way from, it's here. it's not, it's right. too many people here that's not from here. So we don't care, unfortunately. Right. We don't care about the outcome. We just care about what we see. It's funny to me now. Yeah. You notice how I've been talking about these things. I won't even say names or anything sure. like that. I can't promote what don't. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, but I'm right, not right, getting right. benefit off of it. Right, right. No right. disrespect, but it's just sure. like we have to promote something that we going to benefit from. Right. So I don't think it's the I, something that's real. A fight is not a that kind of fight is not a product. It's not an MP3. Yeah, it's not a T-shirt. Like, it's not a real, it's like not one of the, real. one of the people that was out there fighting was an artist that I work with. Not uh, work with like we yeah. break bread together, but it's like I right. know you and you out right. here with your titties out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fighting over Put something. Put away your titties, fam. Yeah. And my man lost his venue. You know what yeah. I'm saying? My man was doing something, lost the venue yeah. because of it. But thank yeah. God he found another one. But it's just right. like it, we we don't care about too much except ourselves. But it hurts everybody when we think so self-centered. I agree. You know, so until we can get out of that shell and say we have to, you know, the person I'm hanging with is who I want to win, then I'll win. Then we'll win. It's too many people that's, I got to win. I have to do it. Me. I got to do it. And if it ain't going to be me, then it ain't going to be nobody. Who do you? I'm gonna put you on the spot here. This is yeah. a red hot question, All and right. then I'm gonna escort you out and, right. and, and and wish you a good day. Yeah. Who is the single most ready to be nationwide artist in Phoenix right now? Male, female, whoever, child, man, woman, child. Whoever. That's so hard. The only reason I say it's so hard because I see so many every day. Right. It's a lot. I enjoy the talent. I tell everybody I'm. I'm cool with mainstream hip hop, but I would rather just listen to Phoenix hip hop all day most of the time, other than my old school taste because I'm an old man. But I, I like the music that comes out of Phoenix as much or more than any nationwide uh, music. Uh, if I gave you, if I said two or three names, would that help? Would that make it easy? I'm going to say, I want to hear yours, but I'm going to say if Jay Z or somebody called me and said who deserves it, I'll say that. I was, is, is deserving it and being the one different though? Is that necessarily the same thing? Someone that deserves it, it or someone that, that's ready? Somebody that deserves it is no different to me because I feel like there's so many people that deserve it. Okay, who would you? Uh, now, don't let me get in the way. Who is? Go ahead. It's Delhi every day. Delhi every day. 
That's a name I hear a lot, so that's a good name. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've talked to Dylan every day. I probably haven't had a conversation with him in five years. But I see him really, really, really applying pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, another person that I think is ready because they deserve it is mm-hmm. Joseph Bills. Okay. That's you know, interesting. So it's, That's it's like I, it's people that I know are putting in a lot of work, and that and I swear, me saying that, I hope I'm not taking away from anybody that is putting a lot of weight. You know, putting away. Right. Uh, well, these are your opinions, your choices. Yeah. It's not to disclaim yeah, or discredit would, anybody yeah. else. This is just who you would put your yeah. finger on if you had the magic touch. Now, radio, you know, like who's ready? Commercial, you know, like who's ready? It's just so many. Big Doobie, to me, just dropped one of the hottest singles. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the R and L joint, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's one of the hottest joints. Yeah, yeah. Um. But it's just it's, it's so many like that, you know. I agree. It's a lot of let's let's just leave it at that. It's a lot of artists. It's but you so know, many. you got you got to get some of that smoke too. Who would you about to say? Well, my choice, my choice has steadily been De La Prime since I heard yeah. his music and since I met him. Yep. I I believe he's a magic at the mystery. He still manages to create some mystery. I feel like his music is on point as a person, as an artist. I think he's got his head on and screwed mm-hmm. on straight, mm-hmm. and uh, so that that would be my wish. Uh, that would be my goal. You said two, though. I said two. Yeah. I said you could have two if you needed to. <laughs> um, All right. Um, I like. I like. I'll just tell you who I like. I like Bruce and I like Merkums. Yeah. Are you familiar with Bruce? I'm familiar with Bruce and Merkums. Bruce. Uh, Bruce to me has an old school hip hop masculine spirit that I believe is just needed in hip hop right now. And to hear him talk and to hear his music and to hear what he represents, I like him. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. Um, and these are just my favorites. I love everybody. There's a ton of artists, and whenever we start talking names, some people feel slighted. Uh, please don't. Yeah, don't. Just, we DJs, man. We see so much. Yeah, we hear so much. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, and yeah. I've always been a big fan of Preem, and everybody knows that. He's got merch. He's got his own language. I like his lane, and so that's mm. who, that's who I would pick. I'm not as familiar with Merkums. I like him a lot. And there's some young guys I'm missing that I like as well. But enough of that talk. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. I've had a lot of respect from you from the jump, and I've never found a reason to lose that respect. You're a hardworking man. I appreciate that. The work ethic is inspirational and motivational. Thank you. Whenever Thank I'm you. laying around high, I look at your <laughs> post, and I'm like, man, I got to get up and make a flyer, make yeah. a video clip. I got to uh, uh, organize. I got to do something. Yeah, and I'm really proud just to say that I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you. Thank like, you. I've seen you grow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw you land. I've seen you, you know, look around and see what's, what works for you. And this right here is really working for you. It is. I appreciate I look forward you saying to every that. Time. Those words are what keep me going. Yeah. So I appreciate that. So, yeah, I just wanted to make sure. It until was I start making more than sweatshirts and weed, when I start making money, you know, until then, it's the compliments and the, and the yeah. kind words people like that yeah, say. You that are really doing keeps me a, going. This whole platform is, is doing amazing. You know okay. what I'm saying? And I'm really proud of what you're putting out and what you you man, know, thank you so much. I mean, I can, I, I'm, I'm speechless. He, mm. sh- he shut up the old man for once in my life. <laughs> DJ Pest, thank yes, you so much sir. for coming in. Tell the whole fam we said what up. I'm going to try my best to get out to more of your venues. Uh, and likewise. I, I'm going to try to get out to more events yeah. with you. Uh, with the wife and the children and the uh, and the you know scrupulous amounts of marijuana consumed, it's hard for me sometimes. Oh my goodness. Thanks so much. I'm going to put up this yep. track and we'll get the next artist in. Thank All you. Right,
coming to sit down with me today. Joseph Bill yeah, tonight, yeah, y'all. Yeah, I'm out, I'm out. I appreciate you, bro. What an intro, man. You know? How you doing? Hey, my man, yo, Fela Inkyo. Am I saying your name right, bro? Am I saying your name right? I always like to make sure. Terrell. Give it up for Mikey Moscato. That dude, the dude, the guy. He's a and a goose. Mr. Network. Let's start with MRTK. Persona. Good evening. This is Swerve 360. Walker Crawling Right. Dan Rather Smoke Weed. And I'd just like to say thank you to each one of you. This is Swerve 36, Old Granddad, Big Butch the Lesbian, Walter Cronwright, Dan Rather, Smoke Weed, Dirty Harry, Lee X the Theater. That's me, you know, and every week, right here from the beautiful Icon Radio, Respect the Underground Worldwide Radio Studios, we bring you the mission. Now, our mission is to talk to artists and get to the root and to the seed and soil of their purpose, their mission. That's what our mission is. And that's what we do here. 